Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Shred Show Live, where we bring you industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred, the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am really excited. Bob and I were just kind of, we were shooting the shit right before we went live here. And I'm super excited because Bob is one of those guys in the industry. You may not even know who Bob Jennings is, but you're about to get to know him. He is the CEO of Closing Corp, which we're going to talk a lot more about Closing Corp as well. But I am stoked, very excited. Bob, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Glad to have you. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Thanks for uh, having me on. Pretty excited to be here. So I'm excited to kind of dive in. There's so many things that we're going to be talking about today. But before we dive into all the things, automation, innovation, and all the fun stuff, let's really talk about you, Bob. Get to know you. For those who don't know Bob Jennings, again, you're one of the veterans in the industry. You've been here for a long time. You've seen so many different things. So tell us a little bit about your experience and tell us a little bit about Bob Jennings. Sure. Yeah. Um, I got into the industry in uh, 2006. I, I was working for IBM before that in the um, working for IBM software group. Had no mortgage experience at all, no you know real estate tech experience at all. Uh, had the opportunity to come and work for um, a, a small little company called Real EC Technologies at the time, uh, which was then acquired by LBS and then acquired by Black Knight, uh, and and had the opportunity to to build something pretty fun over there. You know, a small company focused on order management was able to grow that over a 10 year time period. And then um, in 2016, had the opportunity to, to leave and, and run a company on my own uh, and was introduced to Closing Corp. And uh, it's, it's been a perfect fit. Been here since 2016 and uh, really love the team that we've built here and, and uh, some of the solutions that we're able to bring to the market. That's awesome. And I mean, personally, you and I were kind of talking, there's some things that you clearly enjoy. One of those is being healthy, being fit, which sure. I want to talk about. I want to bring that up here back in a minute, but you do, you're a big CrossFitter. You love to do CrossFit, which sure. I want to highlight this because many people may not know, but you actually made, you know, the nationals. So you basically went to CrossFit, the, the world champion of CrossFit, so, which is amazing. And that's something you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I picked up CrossFit. I, I realized, um, you know, I've, I've always been active. I've always, you know, tried to, to get outside of work and, and stay fit and, and uh, you know, have different active hobbies. And, you know, I was a little bit of a gym meathead type of guy and, and I was trying to become a golfer. And, really? Um, well, just, you know, in my spare time, sure, and, okay. uh, you know, I played at least once a week and, and you know, went to the, you know, uh, to practice all the time, went to the driving range. And what I learned was that I'm not a good golfer, right? And right. I was putting a lot of energy into something that, like, I was never going to be good at. I could never get below a 10 handicap. Like, I was just kind of a waste. I could hit the ball a mile, but, you know, what direction that mile was was kind of up in the air. And and so I, I got introduced to, to CrossFit in um, 2013, and uh, it was just kind of a natural fit. Like while I was a, a 10 golfer, you know, I, I was kind of a naturally a, a, a scratch handicap. If, you know, they had handicaps in CrossFit. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can lift heavy stuff. I can run really fast. It was just kind of, it fit, right? Yeah. And then um, I, I found out that you could 
participate in, in competitions and it had been, you know, decades at that point since I had, had participated in, in uh, you know, true competitive sports and started off on kind of the minor league circuit and, you know, started building up my resume there and, and made it to some bigger national events. And then um, 2019 ended up qualifying for the CrossFit Games, uh, ended up coming in, in ninth in the world and then uh, qualified wow. again in, in 2020 uh seventh in the world and and uh tonight actually starts the the qualifying process all over for 2021 and looking to do it again and you know maybe this year it's a podium spot so ha hashtag bob jennings for world let's go we're gonna we're gonna be supporting sure. it pushing all that's awesome man, do you, Thanks, man. here's a total different question before we get into yeah. all the fun stuff with closing corp how do you correlate like what you do with crossfit with how you do with business because there's got to be some like some i guess some integration or some like different uh, where it meets in the middle because again being part of crossfit you have to be mentally strong physically strong so how does that correlate to business for you well it, it comes down to focusing on details right so you can be super strong and you can be super fast but if you're not focusing on on the details of a workout or the details of a specific movement if you want to be great at competitive crossfit um you're never you're never going to get there you know you're never going to make it to the crossfit games if you're willing to take shortcuts, you know, if you're not willing to be disciplined with your diet, um, you know, if you're not willing to spend hours and hours at the gym working on your footwork for your snatch, right? Like these are things that you have to do if you want to be great. And mm. that easily translates over in, into work as well. You know, you, you can, you can have a great product and, and you can have a great team and allow it just to run as is. But if you're not constantly, you know, doing that inward reflection around, okay, you know, is my footwork right? You're going to miss something and, and things are going to fall off the rail eventually. And you're, you're just never going to be as successful as you can be. So it, it translates really well. Dude, that is brilliant. It's in the details. It's all about yeah. working on those little things. Sometimes, sometimes we lose sight of those, or sometimes we're so focused on the bigger picture that we miss all the little details every single day. Like you said, talking about footwork. That's that is such a great correlation, Bob. See, that's exactly what we're here for. Adding that value awesome. to all you guys. So, but for those <laughs> who don't know Closing Corp, again, Closing Corp is such an instrumental company, especially when it comes to the data side of our industry. For those who don't know Closing Corp, maybe give us a quick introduction into sure. Closing Corp. Yeah, so uh, Closing Corp, we have two main solutions. Uh, our, our primary solution that we've uh, been operating since uh, around 2010 is our fee solution. So lenders rely on us uh, to aggregate third-party fees for them to populate their um, uh, disclosure documents. Yeah. So uh, today we, we do about 40% of the industry uh, relies on us. And, and the way it works is wow. uh, at the point of application, um, they hit us we deliver back highly accurate fees that they can feel confident in and putting on their, um, their loan estimate and move that process alone quickly and easily. And without fear of, of, you know, financial retribution later, because we stand behind the fees that are, as I said, highly accurate and guaranteed. Sure. Uh, then last year uh, we actually entered into the order management business. And, and when you think about the, the flow of products there, you want to quote, a third party service and get their fees. And then you want to order and kind of manage that order workflow. And so it was a natural fit for us. Um, and we acquired a company called West VM from uh, WFG, brought them in, in, uh, in uh, January of last year. 
and nice. uh, have been growing that business very rapidly since then. Uh, order management, really simple, right? It's you need to order title, you need to order appraisal, you need to manage, uh, you know, your third party vendors and make sure that they're delivering all the data and documents back into your LOS in a consistent and streamlined fashion. That's what we do for you. And, and that's something that I think we overlook. Sometimes when we're just going through the process, especially as originators, as mortgage professionals, we're not thinking about that. You know, we such an integral part of what we're doing for our consumers is quoting those fees, making sure they are accurate. Because honestly, if they're not, if we don't have a system, if we don't have the tools in place to do that accurately and correctly. It's ultimately affecting all of us, which mostly is, con- is affecting our consumer. So having a company that's really there, that's, you know, aggregating that data for us is such a huge part. And that's why I'm excited to be really diving into more of what Closing Corp is all about. And something that I'm excited about, something that you guys released today, Bob, is actually a closing cost report for 2020. Um, 2020 was a banner year. Refinances were huge, but you guys actually have some data that you provided that is really kind of opening our eyes when it comes to closing costs, when it comes to average closing cost fees. So let's dive into a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So the, the report that we released today, so as everyone knows, um, the the, the uh, mortgage market was gigantic last year, right? I mean, just yeah. volumes were historical highs um, and the industry did a great job of absorbing all that volume and, and relatively quickly kind of moving it through the pipeline and getting it out the other end and, and keeping um, the, the consumers satisfied, primarily yeah. refinance driven, but there was also a pretty steady purchase market last year as well, which was pretty shocking considering you know, the purchase season is is primarily May to August. And for the most part, everyone was locked in their their existing homes, right? And so for there to be a purchase season at all last year was was pretty incredible. But um what was what was interesting to us is that despite all of that demand placed on uh you know the the title and settlement companies, closing costs were you know barely up year mm-hmm. over year. Um, you know, I, I think it was $339 was the, the number that we published, including taxes and wow. only $131 excluding taxes higher than the year before. And, you know, closing costs, part of your closing costs is built on the home value too. Sure. Right? So yep. home values went through the roof, but closing costs barely, you know, eked up at all. And I, I think that that's directly attributable to the industry's adoption of e-closing and remote uh, online notary and and really building tech into that workflow to streamline that closing process. And and, uh, it's it's really impressive what they were able to do in, in such dire circumstances. Oh, for sure. And to me, again, there's $1.4 trillion in purchase origination. And and with uh, the average U.S. home increasing by almost 30,000 roughly last year to think that closing costs only went up, you know, 339 bucks on average. Like that's pretty, and I love that you kind of attribute it to e-closings to some of the tech. Do you think we're going to continue to see trends like that? Are we going to continue again? We've all, people are saying 2021 is going to be the year of the purchase market purchases. Like you said, was a great year last year. Refinances were just insane. So is 2021, are we going to see more purchases? Do we expect that number to rise? Are fees going to continue to rise on purchase transactions? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Um, so we, we have really fantastic data that um, we're, we're going to start getting out to the market a little bit more regularly. Sure. Since we have 40, 40% of all uh, uh, mortgage originations come across our platform, we have a really good view into kind of what's going on. 
And uh, I was just looking at some data this morning and I noticed that uh, transactions were up about um, 2% week over week. So huh. Monday to Wednesday this week versus Monday to Wednesday last week, which is interesting because rates went up again, right? So the average rates at about 3.29%. And, um, and so I, I dug into that pretty quickly. Refinances are down as you expect, down about yeah. 5%, but purchase volume was up 12% week over week. Whoa. Which, you know, I need to, now this is data that I just looked at this morning. I need sure. to see like, is there an anomaly going on with this? But that could be the sign of an early purchase season. What we're seeing here, people, you know, potentially are concerned about rates continuing to rise, right? Because we've seen a lot of that in the news and they want to jump on the ability to purchase, right? Sure. We're also starting to see more inventory come in. We know that the builders are being more aggressive. So I, I could see a really strong year um, from a purchase perspective. And then just going back to the tech that's been um, you know, introduced uh, into these lending environments, the ability to e-close is going to be kind of critical going forward. Um, it, it's... I always used to kind of laugh at, at e-close and there are a couple of guys in the industry that are like these e-close gurus <laughs> that have been around since, you know, since I've been in the industry and they were there 10 years before I was, you know, they were just pounding the table about e-close. And, and I used to kind of sit there and think like, ah, oh, man, you know, it'll never happen. You'll never get adoption. You know, it would take some global pandemic for, uh, you know, adoption to occur. Right. And sure enough, global pandemic and it's, it's changing the way people do business. It, it really is. And it's, I think it's, it's exciting to see, and I've talked about this before, but you look at our industry, you and I've been in this industry long enough to see, you know, we've had, we've had, had some pretty cool advancements, some pretty cool innovation, you know, over the last 10, 15 years, I think in the last year, year and a half, especially with this pandemic, we've seen the e-closing process in particular, I mean, drastically change the industry. I yeah. mean, from um, almost, almost a whole full 180. And we continue to see some of these adoptions, some of the companies that we've talked to, you know, Simple Nice, Black Nice, some of these other companies that are kind of leading that charge as well. And I think it's exciting. Personally, I love to see that we're starting to push the envelope. We're starting to, you know, see some of these new ideas actually come to fruition, which ultimately is in the benefit of the consumer. And I mean, that's yeah. exactly what we're talking about, talking about here is, is how can we ultimately help that consumer to not only have a more seamless, a more automated uh, experience when it comes to actually buying a home, achieving the dream of home ownership, but also being able to, drop those fees, making sure that the price, because that's one of the big discussions too. It doesn't matter what side of the industry you're on is people are always about, Oh, we've got the best price, best, best price. We got the best price, but ultimately it comes down to being more efficient. If lenders can be more efficient using, you know, services like closing corp and having those things integrated into that process, making sure they're more accurate, then costs can be driven down. So is that something we continue to see as technology improves? Yeah, for sure. Right. And, and you really nailed it. It's, it's using technology to, fast forward accurate data and documents into the LOS, right? Like it, it's, it's so critical about getting that information from external third party into the LOS in a way that the LOS can digest it, that it's consistent, you know, that they can then, you know, rapidly uh, advance their file down the line and, and get those loans in and out, you know? And, we talk about taking seconds and minutes out of out of uh, you know the workflow. When you start to add all of this up, we're, we're talking about days, and that's real cost for lenders, like real cost for lenders that they can pass on to the consumers, um, which you're starting to see, you know, and it, it's it's a uh, it, it's pretty fulfilling, quite frankly. 
Well, I think it is. And and like you said, you kind of hit that nail on the head as well. I think as we continue to see these collaborations, companies coming together, and again, great services like Closing Corp that are being integrated into that process, again, working with some of the top lenders that you guys do, we all want to try to drive down that cost. We want to try and, and drive efficiency as well. You know, we can, if we days in our industry, even hours sometimes yeah. makes all the difference. So being able to, again, have these, these integrations and these companies working together to ultimately better the process, to make it a more smooth and automated process. I, I think it, it's, it is an exciting time. And for me, and I know somebody like you, who's such so involved with it and sees the future and where it's going there, there is so much that, I mean, just around the corner, things that have already happened in 2020 and things that we'll see happen in 2021, especially on the purchase side, seeing some of the data that we have, I I think is exciting. And I want to kind of touch on that just for a second. Being that you guys are so close to data, data is becoming one of these discussions that data is becoming more and more relevant. And as Closing Corp, pulling some of the data, being able to have that, that right at your fingertips, how do you see data continuing to play such a big role within our industry? Well, having access to data, it really kind of gives you, um, you know, two key efficiency points, right? Like sure. there's, there's the efficiency point of, you know, accurate data coming in, coming from a trusted source, which means you don't need to QC it, right? Like you, you can just kind of move things along because you know that this data that's coming in, it, it, it's verified, right? Sure. And it, it takes all the guesswork out of it. Also takes all of the, the you know, post-close kind of compliance issues out of it as well, because you have this trusted source of data. Sure. But I also think it'll, I think, people will start to become more intelligent with the data as well and start mm. to use it in a more predictive manner, right? Ah. Like getting data into a platform to enhance a workflow is one thing, but having that data very early on so you can start, you know, targeting specific markets as a lender or, you know, adjusting your prices as a, as a title provider, right? Like th that's, that's kind of key, right? Um, and that, that's where we hope people start to recognize the value of our data and, of and start leveraging it that way as well. Well, and that's just it. And that's why being able, like you said, leveraging that data so we can more accurately know what those costs are going to be. And as we bring those timelines down, as less people are putting their hands in the file, as it's more streamlined, again, that brings costs down. That's why this data, that's why having these discussions, why these tools are so relevant to us in the industry. And again, Closing Corp is at the, the forefront of it. They're the ones leading the way in it. And again, the fact that you guys are integrated into so many lenders process these days, that just shows, like you said, that we, this data is helping us as an entire industry so we can make those predictions for the future. We can make more accurate decisions when it comes to, again, those closing costs, those, those fees and everything that's associated with the loan. So it's exciting for me, Bob. I know I'm excited for it. And as even talking about, sometimes we get lost. Sometimes when we have those discussions of data, people are like, oh, more data, more data. But honestly, the more accurate it is, the better it is for us as an industry, the more efficient we become. And that's exciting for everybody. Yeah, and, and I think you hit on a really great point there too around, you know, don't get lost in, in data, right? Like mm. don't see data as this big ocean and you don't know where to start, right? That's a good point. You know, grab some relevant points and, and, and start small and, and then big, you know, kind of build from there. Because when you're doing anything, again, it kind of goes back to our conversation we were talking before around CrossFit, right? Yeah, yeah. You, want to become really good at you know a snatch or a clean and jerk which are olympic lifts for the the you know 
uninitiated, I guess, <laughs> you know, you, you got it. You have to start small. You can't just load up 315 on the bar and throw it over your head. Like right. you got to think about, okay, you know, where do my feet need to be? Where do my hands need to be? Right. You know, what is the, the speed at which the bar needs to come off the ground? When do I accelerate the bar? Like all those little data points for the uninitiated right. would be terrifying. Right. But you get into it, you start small, you build on it. And, you know, repetition makes perfection. Right. So <sighs> that's like a mic drop right there. Right? Cause I love that. And that's what it is. Again, us as an industry, sometimes we hear data and we're like, oh, well, we need to know everything. But it's starting small. It's these conversations. That's why this conversation is so valuable to everybody in our industry and everybody listening is because start with, you know, start with conversations like, you know, Bob and I are having right now. Get familiar with it, get familiar with what's out there. And, and again, you have to start somewhere. Don't just think that you have to have all the data all at once. And some of these companies that are overanalyzing, start small, learn the little things, where to place your hands, the speed at which you're doing things. And ultimately that's going to help you in the long run. So Bob, I, that was an absolute brilliant point. I, I'm really excited. That, that's a really cool point. I want to kind of end on this. If we start to wrap things up here, Bob, sure. what's some of the things that we should be looking forward to? Some of the things that you're excited for that closing corp is really going to be, you know, what you guys are excited about in 2021. Uh, well, well, we're really excited about continuing to grow out our, or our order management platform. Um, the, the team that we've assembled around this is, uh, is fantastic. I've, I've worked with most of them since the, the, um, early two thousands, uh, really experienced, really know what they're doing. Um, you know, we have a lot of customers that have, have already, uh, signed up with us a lot that are in our onboarding that, um, you know, we're, we're bringing into the market right now. Uh, but bringing our fees and our order management solution together as one unified solution uh, is is really kind of what we're focused on long term. When I say long term, I'm talking, you know, 12, 18 months. Sure. Uh, so towards the end of this year, uh, bringing that unified solution to our customers in, in a in a enhanced fashion uh, is what I'm really excited about this year. Um, That's awesome. And, and looking forward to that. And then. You know, the other thing is, is building out our data business, right? Getting more and more people um, leveraging our data, uh, using it to make intelligent decisions. Uh, you know, that, that's pretty exciting as well. Using data to make more intelligent decisions. That is a great note to end on, ladies and gentlemen, because I think that is just... That's so critical, so key with everything we're doing. So, Bob, I cannot thank you enough for coming on, sharing some of the value, sharing some of our, the insights. There's so much to look forward to. We've just started kind of touching the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this data. And I know you and I are going to have future conversations. People from the Closing Corp team, we're going to have some of these conversations. So I'm really excited about to bring everybody within our industry starting to get informed, starting to educate yourselves. And like you said, so perfectly, so brilliantly is taking those baby steps, learning, and then growing from there. You, you don't build your those muscles overnight do you bob you got to work day in and day out you got it little by little so bob thank you so much closing what a brilliant conversation really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come hang out with us awesome thanks josh appreciate it with that ladies and gentlemen like i said if you want more information on closing core the link is posted below click there and again they're doing so many things to better to further to innovate within our industry which i'm really excited about we're just getting started with data and it's going to help you within your daily business with that everybody we appreciate you we love you. Now it's time for all of you to go shred, go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See you guys.